0: Welcome Welcome. to the lighthearted podcast adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastor's Pastors Live, a Rev. FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy.
1: Yeah, there you go. I love Snickers. Who wants Snickers? There's a ton of over here.
0: For you. It's that oh, time of year where there's uh, candy,
1: candy everywhere. everywhere. Hey you know? everybody,
2: it's Pastors Live and uh, right now everybody has uh, stepped the candy up around. to the candy, candy trough.
1: Out. Uh Gary for Let's some not reason, say everybody Ty. you okay, and I, have you been and good I we've been
2: good. We haven't had any. I can't have any. I got I got some I got some weight to lose again. So uh so we're 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 out of that. Here's
1: the problem with candy? So, you know what candy tastes like?
2: Candy. More. <laughs> candy tastes like more. That's good. What's good? You know what? That's what potato chips taste like too, oh, right? percent Yeah. Dude. If you want to wreck my life, yeah. you start giving me things Lays. in a bag of oh, yeah, barbecue yeah, yeah, yeah. chips uh, and right. Doritos. Yeah, yeah, Doritos and barbecue chips. That's the end of me right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Hey, so guys, hey, it is Pastors Live. It's Wednesday, October 25th. And, uh, Tonight, we got something special going on at the church tonight. Right. And so we want to invite you know why? everybody.
1: Because it's National I Care About You Day, and because we care about you, we have a special night tonight. That's right. We Aww. care about you.
2: Yes. So uh, Pastor Dave and I, we're going to put the bistro table out. Dave and I are going to sit at the <laughs> bistro table tonight. And we're, we're gonna, gonna drink
1: coffee, and you get to watch.
2: That's right. And we're gonna have a conversation <laughs> tonight about go. what's Not going on in the exciting, world. Ben. And so it's it's <laughs> gonna be actually a lot of fun. Uh, we're actually gonna talk about uh, it's you know what in the world's going on, and we're gonna talk about the current events that we see in the world right now. We're gonna talk about what's going on uh, with Hamas and with. Uh, Iran and with Israel, with Russia, with Ukraine, and we're going to look at the Bible and we're going we're to talk about some things in the context of what we would say is, is prophetic conjecture because you don't know it until it's done right? You, you don't know it's really happened until it's done. So we're going to talk about some prophecy tonight, and we're going to talk about some things that we've seen in the past and what may be coming in the future. But we know, the one thing we do know, the most important thing is Jesus is coming. Hallelujah! And uh, in our readings uh, this last week or so, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks, we've, we've seen that verse in uh, uh, 1 Thessalonians 4.18, where it says, and Therefore comfort one another with these words, which is what? The words about the Hope of the rapture that's coming. So, but we do have some wonderful people. We have another full studio today. I've been stalling because everybody's been chewing on their candy. So I've been. Uh, so <laughs> you we keep got, using that word "everybody" like it has like, Okay, meaning. well, Dave, you and I are not like. Most people in the studio... Were you were thinking candy. it, though. I, yeah, we well, just have standards. I
1: can taste the Snickers, because I'm a Snickers guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can taste it in my mouth. Did you taste
3: that that one was pe- like a year old? Yeah. <laughs> it is. You got
2: oh, the other one like, that yeah. Yeah, I you had. Yeah, they said, break here it open, the yeah. Snickers, we, it's just
4: like, we, don't trust the crafting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We might need to give those away this year, Gary, and get me one. <laughs> uh, so, hey, so we. Melanie's here in the studio with the She helps with ladies' ministry here at the church. We have Ben here in the studio today. He's part of our creative and production team. That is true. We have... Pastor Dave is here today.
1: I'm not creative. God bless you. He's, he's our... <laughs>
2: We love you, though. He he actually is super creative, actually, very administrative. Uh, But Pastor Dave is here today, and he's uh, one of our assisting and a family pastor here at the church. And then we also have Brittany, who's one of our worship leaders and part of our communications team. And then we have Steve. We don't know what Steve does. (laughs) I don't Uh, know. He eats chocolate. Steve's here today. I'm here. Yeah, he He eats eats chocolate. chocolate. He sits in the other guy's chair. That's right. But he actually is our worship community coordinator, Mm. and he he communicates with everybody and all the stuff, related here at the church and a lot of great things going on but then also we have uh one of the most important guys for this particular uh, 20 minutes every day uh is Gary Austin <laughs> Gary! voice of the Valley uh Gary, yeah, Gary. Gary's the man who keeps this thing uh, hopping and yeah, what do we do now Gary did you <laughs> Gary did you actually think we were going to come up we are almost to 900 episodes <laughs> oh. we you realize in 10 days from now season 9 starts I just I don't know what to do with that season this 9 it's, it's sweeps week season nine. Yes. So we, but we've. If you're listening to Pastors Live, we want to hear from you. Let us know where you're listening and how you're listening. Are you listening on Spotify, uh, Apple? Or how are you listening? An LG smart fridge. An LG smart fridge. <laughs> Let us know. That's that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm listening on my fridge while I'm making dinner in the kitchen. Okay, I want that that's fridge. that's a good one. I do too. I want that fridge. Oh, I'm so cool. like, yeah. <laughs> you, apparently, you could Lori. Sponsor I, me. Unironically, they have that mm-hmm. fridge. Lori and I messed up, and then when we bought our last fridge. <laughs> (laughs) we have an lg and we like messed up on that you still have
1: one of those stupid fridges i have a dumb fridge yeah (laughs) (laughs) i you you need (laughs) a fridge where you can say alexis make me a lasagna (laughs) that would be the best
2: fridge (laughs) that would be be amazing it's the jetsons yeah yeah it's the jetsons Jetsons, right and so but pastors live at the rev.fm pastors live at the Mm -hmm, Mm rev.fm we'd love to hear from you um and by the way who watched the okay wait a minute (laughs) <laughs> favorite cartoon growing up. Oh, we got, yeah. okay. We got to go there.
3: Again, again. we did. Again with the favorite cartoon. Yeah, I'm going to do, do it again. Yeah. We'll yeah. do the somebody, second favorite okay.
2: cartoon. Okay. Wait, no, wait, wait a minute. We did do that, didn't we? Did. We, yeah, no? we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. You're Cat show. and Underdog. Oh, that's right. You were uh, whistling Johnny the Jetsons. Quest. And I'd forgotten about the Jetsons now. How
3: about favorite childhood show?
2: Oh, favorite childhood show? Oh, I've got that one. Favorite childhood show, not a cartoon, and go, Melanie. What? The Muppets. Ooh. Right I love on. the
3: old guys, the hecklers, and the up on this. I love
2: that. Them. Explains a lot about
3: <laughs> me, you, yeah.
2: Uh, ben, what about you? What was your favorite childhood show?
4: Well, you know, I I've done grown up on a farm, uh, but
3: uh,
4: I'd have to <laughs> so say. So Andy Griffith show. <laughs> I yes. don't know what that is. Oh, oh. what? My <laughs> uh, heart You don't
1: there,
0: know the Andy
1: Griffith show. I can hear it. Right the next now. thing you're going to say is you don't know the Rifleman. I have no idea what oh you're my talking goodness. about. How about
4: ha, no idea. Hopsing? Well, nope. nope. that's it Little for today, jokes. folks. Not even. All
3: right, Ben, tell us. Three generations in the us studio. Us. You can canceled. tell today. I'm just kidding. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> that's so hard.
4: I'm is, just what joking. was your show? Uh, I, uh, let me pick. Um, let's see. Uh, general show, daily show, live action.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. Um, Any. Any. What your favorite show? You should not have been allowed to watch The Daily Show. I'm surprised with <laughs> you. Right. Yeah,
2: I, I know. Right. I'm wow. sorry. I'm shocked. Uh, I wanted to be informed I, on I think, the current events. I guess.
4: <laughs> I think its name is Zuma Fu or something like that. Zubuma-Fu? It was with the, Yeah, I think that oh, one was the. With my the, kids uh, loved the that. The Pratt Brothers. Yes. And they uh, uh, did all kinds like of spots lemur. on endangered lemurs, animals. Lemurs, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching that with you. Yeah. yeah. That
2: was actually really cool. That, that was, was really a educational. Great show so,
4: good, yeah, was good choice, ben. That was the only thing I could yeah. watch that was part of my homeschooling. Yeah. So, That's
2: awesome. Dave, what go. what is what was your favorite?
4: My,
1: well, as a little child, my favorite was Gilligan's Island. Oh, uh, in fact, yes. I named my first German Shepherd <laughs> Skipper because I liked the Skipper.
2: By the way, I saw your post the other day that there could be an argument made that. Gilligan was just keeping hostages.
1: Well, as a matter of fact, the more I think about it, the more I think that's a real possibility. Right? But the fact that... Because Gil- Gil- said Gil- something about... Because Gilligan was just keeping six hostages on the well, island. every time they so. just about yes. got off the island, he blew he it. He it blew up. it every Which time. Which makes yeah. me think, you know what? I think that guy was just holding six hostages. Yeah. He did it on purpose. Then, was it Gary or somebody got on my Facebook and said, no, actually, I think it was the professor... Yeah. And he was making it look like it was Gilligan, so that's because oh. he's a pretty smart guy. Okay, so
2: that's 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 a comment. One that's that's a, that's a, we'd love to hear from you on that one, folks. There you go. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Gilligan's Island the conspiracy theories. <laughs> conspiracy. It was,
1: it was between Gilligan's Island and show, The Rifleman. Right. I, I every day I would come home, watch The Rifleman, and my mom would give me a little bowl of Cheetos, and I could watch. I could eat the Cheetos and watch Rifleman.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. I always thought Mark Crawford or Johnny Crawford should be my friend.
2: Oh, that that makes sense. There you go. Yeah, Mel. Uh, what about you, Britt?
3: Um. Well, I was a huge fan of the original TGIF. So, Full House, Step by Step, Family Matters. Oh. I can't remember what the fourth one was.
2: Oh. wasn't it Friends?
3: No. 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 Oh that's, no! That's that's that wrong generation. Wrong generation. That, oh, what really? No, that oh, was Fresh my Prince? favorite like teen show. Fresh Prince. Later. Yeah. But as a child, it was all the the TGIF shows. Oh, Saved by the bill.
2: Yeah. Oh, Saved by the bell. Oh, okay. All right.
3: Cringe worthy shows.
2: Yep. What about you? What about I you? had yeah. several. several. Oh, you, look, you look really excited to share. <laughs> I do, I love it. Because He's I like, love all those old shows. Can we But we
1: Gilligan's found Island, Island <laughs> but Yeah. Gilligan's a, Island. Yep. a little bit of a little bit What, or Yeah. Because <sighs> it started in black it started in black and it white. Started in black and white. And white. Then I think it was of uh, middle of the little bit of the little color
5: ones. a little bit of a um what was the other one that i was thinking of you know sink. Uh, green acres oh
2: mm. oh yeah the, and th- those were back to back
5: yeah mm. that's right and i watched the Brady bunch too
1: yeah know. friday yep. nights seven yeah. o'clock abc
5: oh yep. man all those, those shows yep. Brady Bunch. Oh, yep. and my all-time favorite though is the andy griffith show the andy griffith show all yes. right how about you Ty? i still watch that oh, well we got gary yeah. over there oh, i yeah. watch gary. it every day yeah. yep, i gary, love
2: andy
1: griffith what about you uh what uh cartoons
3: no or
2: shows
1: shows shows, shows? Non- non-cartoon shows okay um i really liked bewitched i love lucy Ooh, yeah, I love uh, it. Yeah, that was edit, early edit. in the morning before school so that was fun <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay i and i've i've one that nobody's mentioned the uh, the original tarzan oh yeah the black and white tarzan yeah. oh yeah i remember those too. because i would go out <laughs> in my yard and i would call the local animals in the neighborhood <laughs> Did they come? Well, yes. let me let me let me explain to some context here. Do you speak whale? Uh, no, I do not speak whale. But no, I would go out and I would give it. I actually tied a rope in a tree, and would swing out of the tree to my mother's um, uh, heart attack. Uh,
1: but to, to the chagrin of your mother? to the mother?
2: chagrin of my mother, yes. Uh, but. Uh, We had neighbors. When we grew up in Berea, the lots were really big. Dave, you remember some of the early Mm -hmm. California um, buildings, right? Post-war building. Yeah, Yeah, post-war building. So we had a quarter acre that we had. We had a huge garden. Mm -hmm. On either side of us, we had families that had huge gardens, but they had had chickens Mm -hmm. and they had pigs. Mm -hmm. And so I would get up in this tree and I would yell for the animals and the chickens would respond (laughs) and the pigs would start making noise. And I thought I was... I thought I was Tarzan. You arrived. I, I, yeah, I would. I in fact, I was so disappointed. I wanted to be Tarzan so many times for Halloween. And
3: that explains a lot. Uh, yeah. It really does. Honestly, it does. It
4: explains it? why I'm so extremely eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> but that's. But hey, we'd love to hear from you guys. Hey,
2: pastors live at the Rev. What was your favorite show? That wasn't uh, that wasn't a cartoon as you're growing up. And we did have a question that came in, which I, I think is a really good one. Uh, and this comes from uh, Marcus Griffin in Calvary Chapel, Salt Lake City. So what up, oh, Marcus? Wow. It's good to talk hey, to you, man. Marcus, oh, yeah. God bless you, man. So hey, it seems to me that so many pastors who were perceived to be faithful are leaving ministry. Mm-hmm. How come? Thank you guys for everything you guys do. Um, I've been a fan of Pastors Live since the beginning in 2020. Shut wow. the front door, um, and I think I'm still okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, <laughs> that's debatable, bro. You're still listening. Yeah, think you're still Maybe uh, so, your own question. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm listening to Pastors Live. So. What, I mean, and of course, you know, Dave and Steve and I, I mean, obviously functioning in that pastoral role, Dave and I for uh, several decades now, um, each of us over three decades. Um, people who seem that, to be. Is that crazy faithful...
1: to think that between the two of us, there's over 70 years of pastoring?
2: Yeah, getting close, right? That's nuts. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, I'm that's kind I'm of on nuts. 40. Yeah, yeah next November will so. be 40 for me. Yeah, and I'm 32, 33. I mean, that's just nuts, yeah. man. Yeah. So, oh, what. what I mean, what do you guys think? And it's interesting to ask this question from people who aren't pastors, so this might be really interesting. Dave and I can answer it in one way.
1: Non-pastors. But but
2: non-pastors, what do you guys think? Why do you guys think that pastors who seem to be faithful, and I love how he clarifies that, Seems to be faithful, and let's assume they are faithful. Are quitting the ministry, and, and why is that? And it's not that they're winning the lottery. I just want to clarify that it's uh, not that they've come into money. Now
1: you didn't say they're so, deconstructing; they're just leaving, leaving the ministry. ministry. Yeah, it doesn't okay.
2: say just are leaving ministry. does okay, not, say not no, leaving the faith, not leaving the faith, but leaving the ministry. And why? Why is that? And there is a lot of reasons that I, I can yeah. see for that. But what do you guys think? What do you guys observe? What do you guys think you might see? And you know,
3: uh, first thing that comes to mind for me is the enemy's a jerk. And right spiritual warfare yeah yep. yeah that's just a spiritual warfare and and when us as the body are not praying over our pastors and and keeping them and encouraging them and and that type of thing they they get worn out like i can see them getting worn out and exhausted and 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 the enemy just de- feeling that level of defeat definitely
4: right because as wonderful and as strong in spirit as they are they're they're still human, just like the rest of us. They have feelings, and they get they get stepped on pretty hard. Yeah. And they deserve so much love and grace that very often I don't see them get mm-hmm. from others. Mm-hmm. And they, they deserve so much love and assistance. And uh, if someone goes for a long enough period of time without having that support system they need, mm-hmm. they can get really worn out, burnt out. It's not that they don't have faith, but... Right. Just like if they're trying to wake up in the morning and they they can't bring themselves to get out of bed and face another day of just getting absolutely trashed by all this spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. I wouldn't blame them for wanting to rest. Mm-hmm. Right?
3: Yeah, it's also um, the cultural um, pressures of of the surroundings. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know there are some pastors that have left the pastoral um, mm-hmm. ministry for non spiritual warfare, but because of family issues or um, you know there's lots of reasons but it's just um, I think the biggest thing is you guys touched on it is that the um, trying to put the put the words together this is hard (laughs) right yeah yeah. (laughs) it's the the people that come alongside pastors that that can tear you down the quickest and if you don't have the right um, structure of community it's really hard to move forward and you feel like an island, and so it's, it, it can be a rough spot.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think sometimes, too, I think I, just to point out, I think some, one of the things that happens, too, is because pastors don't want to come across as prideful or uh, come across as abusive, sometimes we might teach through the Bible and we don't actually exposit really well the verses about honoring leaders. And, and, and so yeah. like I think sometimes maybe because people, like you guys are basically saying, people are uneducated in some ways of how this relationship between a pastor and the congregation roles and what that looks
5: like and, right. and, and all that, so that's, yeah, so, so yeah, well, Steve. Well, one, one of the biggest things for pastors is the stress and the pressure. and what? Li- and, what? <laughs> and the <laughs> lack of rest. Mm. The lack of taking that time off that they need with their families to be with their spouses, to to get alone with the Lord. Um, a lot of them think I got to be here every day, seven days a week, you know, a hundred hours a week, um, and they get burned out because they don't take that time to refresh. That God God wants you to refresh. He wants you to rest. He rested.
3: To refill. And like to refill. Constantly right. pouring out. Constantly yeah, yeah. pouring constantly, out. Constantly, because it's, a, it's a day,
5: you know, especially in a church our size, it's day-to-day. Ty goes through so much stuff every day that you don't, you know, no, not everybody sees, and everybody, they don't see it. No. And even when I'm, when I was at my other churches, and they, you know, they ask, oh, what do you do, you know, for a living? And I go, well, I'm like. This is what I do. They don't think they they think the pastor comes in, preaches and then leaves and goes home and that's it. But well, it's a Dave, you remember that? I mean, the pastor works week. we work one day a week and it's a half day
2: at that. Yeah, right? it's a half day, right? Well,
4: I mean, job. <laughs> such a cushy job. You know, such such a cushy go- job. Yeah. Golf
3: yeah. on
1: Monday and tennis on Tuesday Yeah. And- <laughs> Volleyball on Wednesday. It's a rough life. Yeah. So in definitely. Cheek. Yeah, well, let, let me that, share with you guys. You know that that yeah. studying for the Bible study and stuff it really <laughs> cuts into your surfing time.
2: Well, I, so I, I ended Especially up in here. A, yeah. Here I well, I ended up in a really <laughs> weird unhealthy habit when we moved to uh, when we moved to a small community. Um, my family we moved to a small community years ago, and when we got there, there was a local church that had kind of imploded because the pastor was spending all of his time hunting, fishing, Mm -hmm. hiking, spotting, doing all those things. And so I just said, hey, I'm just gonna come here and be a fisher of men. I'm just gonna do ministry. I'm not gonna be doing all those other things. And I did take the time to go out and adventure and teach the boys how to fish and do some of those things. But I really avoided some of those things. I, I didn't teach you to catch. I taught you how to fish. Uh, that's true. That's, okay, so let me, let's me clarify I that. You caught a boot. But yeah, boot. <laughs> yeah, you caught a boot one day. I remember Praise that. Lord. But I, I think though that there's, there's an issue. I think people are, they, I think guys are leaving the ministry probably because they're, um, either they're just they're just kind of done with the hurt and they're they're done, um, or they just don't have like you guys have been saying, which is really interesting hearing it from them. Is like you don't have the support group, you don't have the support of the body, um, and things like that. And so I, I it, it's a hard thing because this this is I don't think there's a general. And Marcus, I appreciate the question. I don't think there's a general answer to specific humans. Right.
1: Well, and, and, it's, right. it's each human is going to be different. Well, that, that's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, we have 8 billion people on this little blue ball right now, and that means 8 billion laboratories. Everybody's different. There, Nobody is exactly the same, right? right? And so the one person in this room who can speak to it is sitting next to you, Ty. I mean, Melanie and Paul have gone through this. And what I love about Paul Verhoeven, he didn't leave the ministry. Paul is very, very much a pastor. Yeah, he's one of our pastors. he has moved into uh, a a different realm of ministry where day after day, Monday through Friday, he's working for for the school district and, you know, every other waking hour he's involved in ministry not only to his wife and daughters but to the community as well as putting in buku hours here at the church. And I think Paul has a whole – he could have a whole program on answering Marcus's question. Why did he leave the, quote-unquote, full-time ministry, but Paul is in full-time ministry and supporting it through a full-time job? And I was bivocational for years and years. I was bivocational.
2: And maybe this question also leans towards that, maybe Marcus's observation, is why – are people leaving vocational ministry? Right. Or is it no leaving ministry completely? Yeah, it may um, not be a it, cynical question. It may not be a cynical question. Right. But like it might be vocational. Um, right. You know, why are you leaving vocational ministry? Um, I know for myself that, like I always say, look, I know I have a shelf life. I know there's going to come a time I'm going to give the church away to a younger generation. Um, and when that time comes, I'm not leaving the ministry. Right. But my vocational perspective might right. change right. and most people in the united states it looks like we're going to get it probably within the next couple of years that most pastors are going to be bivocational mm-hmm. it's going to be rare that you have people that are full-time in yeah, ministry
1: barna just did a barna yeah. just did a poll on that and I, the numbers are staggering how many pastors have to be bivocational you know we've it's an old joke but we've heard it before the you know, the church that needed a pastor and the head deacon gets up and says, Lord, we just need a poor, humble pastor, and if you keep him humble, we'll keep him poor, you know? Well, and, there, and, and there's, some, it,
2: there's some unfortunate truth to that.
1: There, there really is, and so a lot of guys are, I mean, increasingly bivocational. You know, we we have Demas in the Scripture, right? And in, in Philemon, Demas is called by Paul his fellow laborer. In Colossians, he says, "Hey, Demas says hi." He's not a fellow laborer. He just says, "Demas says hello," and then when he gets to Second Timothy, he's like, "Man, Demas left." He because he fell in love with this world.
2: Yeah, fell in love with the things of this world. And so
1: he he left not only the vocation or the uh, the the ministry. He left the faith, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, great question, Marcus. I think for every pastor that has had to step aside from ministry, you would probably find a different reasoning
2: right and i want to encourage you uh pray for your pastor amen pray over your pastor when you're and you know what hopefully your pastor if he's hey can i pray for you i, I love it when somebody say hey can i pray for you i'm like absolutely um I, when I, every once in a while I'm, I'm waiting to pray for people and somebody comes up and says hey i don't need prayer God has told me come pray for you, and they just pray for me, and I'm like I just receive that because pastors need body ministry, and that's kind of what we've been saying is we need community. All of us need community, and pastors are part of that community. They're not above it; they're part of it. And so, hey, we're out of time for today. Tonight, seven o'clock here. Hey. What in the world is going on? Come out. We're going to talk about, uh, it's going to be really fun. We're going to talk about Gaza. We're going to talk about uh, Hamas. We're going to talk about Ezekiel. We're going to talk about Thessalonians. We're going to talk about the rapture. Uh, We're going to talk about the fact that Jesus is coming. That's our hope.
0: So come
2: out join us tonight, 7 o'clock here at Water Springs Church here in Idaho Falls. Or or watch online. Or watch online, watersprings.net or any of our YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff. Hey, your love your family. God bless you. We
0: out. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors, Pastors Live. Live.